Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Awesome when you have creative friends, but it's even better when you have creative friends that also make very creative, but also deliciously creative things. Now on the phone with us incredibly talented, incredibly creative, and just all around a good human being. Celebrity chef. Amazingly talented. All things Japanese street food. John Sugimura. Hello, John. Happy holidays, John. Hashtag Susie Master. Thanks for that introduction. <laughs> what you got you going on, John? What Happy you got going on? Happy holidays. <laughs> Happy holidays. And you didn't have to track me down. You didn't have to send me a text to get no. on the line. I was on the line with Josh four minutes early. <laughs> so, John, so my friend that I had to, like, track down, he's going to call in after you. And that's the first thing I'm going to say is you're making me look bad. I just started working over here. Hey, John, happy holidays. What you got going on right now? A lot, I know. A lot. <laughs> a lot right a lot now. Right now. Yeah. But today's a good day. Yeah. But, like, you know. I think, like, we have a lot of things in common. Yes. So the things that I can talk about right now with you that you're going to be right on board about is feeding kids across America, right. feeding our yellow, brown, and black-skinned children, mm-hmm. great food in the schools, making authentic Japanese restaurant-quality food, which is in itself a big task. But now imagine going around, I think I'm doing it in 21 states now, um, feeding kids. Great food. Because you know what happens, Miss Shannon, when you feed everybody a great meal, a meal that you can be proud of and a meal that tells a great story, you instantly, the instant consequence is that we all have community together. 
that and we're enjoying something together. You bring community with the way that you uh, – it's such a, a storytelling with the way that you provide food, not only from a nourishment standpoint – but going, here's something different, and there's a story behind the food that you bring. There's a, Everybody likes state food with a story, but I don't think they people give students and high schoolers and junior high and elementary level kids enough credit for how much story they want in their food as well and how much meaning they want in their food. Of course, we're never going to be able to take away pizza and burgers, but when I can feed 200,000 kids authentic Japanese food, when I can give them a recipe that's my grandmother, when I can make uh, Japanese fried chicken rice bowls or karage don to 5,000, this is a true story, uh, just now, in Texas, rural Texas, English as a second language, not primary, right? Right. 5,348 kids ate authentic Japanese food, enjoyed food, enjoyed to open up their world to include Japan, and that's more than I ever achieved in my first or second restaurant. I feed 90 people which was incredibly gratifying. But I like to feed 5,000. And our common, with our other common denominator, who's serving the food? I used to be in special ed, and I would have autistic students sitting there doing karagi don and sunomono, quick pickles, and fresh rice and all that stuff. It's really dynamic. I couldn't be prouder. It literally has lifted my life up for the last five years, unlike anything else I've ever done. One of the wonderful things I think you also do is adding the narrative about the Japanese street food because so much of what we forget when we're talking to our high school students is we jump to the conclusion that they're going to go, ooh, that's gross, instead of going, no, give them the opportunity to hear the history and the lesson and the story behind the food that you're being served. Give them some credit. Right. Give them an opportunity to hear it. And again, I kind of feel like I'm an expert now, a couple hundred thousand kids later. You know, really, do you know how many, ask me how many kids have refused the meal in the last five years, 200,000 kids. How many? Three. Wow. Okay. They were never going to eat. They were never going to eat at school. They were never going to eat anything that wasn't prepared in a way that they had rituals and routines with. And there was no changing that. And I can honor that. So there was nothing going to change. Or they just don't like chicken. Yeah. Or they just don't like grains or rice. So three. Three kids brought it back because I always offer them. If you don't like it, bring it back. And I will make you an alternate. That's fair. And that has only happened three times. It's fair. All I want them to do is try it. All I want them to do is try it and open up the world and include Japan. But when we do that, we're opening up their minds. We're opening up everything in the way they're looking at, um, you know, pizza. If you go and eat pizza, it's just pizza and it's 18 grams of fat. And all we're doing is making kids fat. Japanese food does not contribute to childhood obesity. And that's what makes me super proud as a kid with some chunk to them. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't need to be eating 18 gram pieces of pizza at lunch, you know, and so this is really, has really, really just lit a fire. And for me to be able to take everything that I've learned in Japan and J Japanese culinary school and bring it back and be all over the country, you know, it's just awesome. In March, I'm going on my next trip to Japan to craft another menu lineup for the upcoming year. Um, and it, who would have thought? I, you go to Japan because you want to travel. No, I'm going to Japan so I can do more school lunches. Isn't that awesome? When you do those fact-finding trips, what's the uh, what's it like, the exploration process for you, John? 
what can I do that I can replicate authentically and I can bring home all the methods and techniques so that my grandmother, who was a chef, let's do a little bit of history. So my grandmother, grandparents immigrated uh, to the United States in 1917. Grandmother became a single parent after six kids. Suddenly, when my grandfather passed away, she opened up a restaurant in Sacramento, California, incredibly successful, all the way up until 1942, when our president declared that Japanese Americans could not pledge their allegiance to the United States. And they built 10 camps. And my grandma, my father, my aunts and uncles were locked up in Tule Lake, the second lake, for four and a half years. So when I do food, I'm like wrapping my brain about what would make my grandmother proud. Because if I stay true to the methods and techniques and the hard-to-find ingredients, then I know that I can deliver something special in a restaurant, sure. At a school, awesome. An entire district in a rural area, spectacular. It's just the wind is just keeps growing and just mounting on top of each other, and it really does. It really does give me pep to my step every day. How do you figure out how to scale it to the point that you could do it through an entire school or a district like that? Girl, after two hundred thousand, I think I can do anything now. I mean, like in the beginning, I was like, "Okay, oh, I, I know you a superhero. Oh, no, I know I you a superhero, John. Let's play." But really, in the beginning, everybody's like, "You are out of your mind, chef. You are out of your mind." But now, true story. Yeah. How many pounds of chicken thigh? For karage, Japanese yeah. fried chicken, do you think I've prepared in the last few years? I can't even imagine. A hundred, a hundred tons. How many? Tell me. Over 50,000 pounds. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. And if I can do 50,000 pounds of Japanese fried chicken, which is tossed in potato starch, which has 70% less saturated fat, which has low sodium, all the things that we want as going into our children's, our baby's bodies, right? Right. Let's give them something that their body will like rather than reject and just, you know, want to spit out. This is good food. Mm-hmm. 50,000 pounds later, I have so much courage right now. I have so much energy to overcome anything that I really do feel there are no limitations. And that's why this trip is different. So this trip, doing the research and the doing kind of the R&D and stuff like that, I'm really kind of going outside of my comfort zone and really going to try to do something that's not a, a pork or a chicken. It's not just rice or a grain. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I do yakisoba, chicken skewers. I do I do soba noodles and vegetables. I do all. I do the spicy beef bowl. I did that on the Jason show after I came back from Sushi Master. Yes. Chef Sushi Master. Mm-hmm. And it won that competition, one of the f- six primary competitions, you know, so I know I'm on the right track. So I have the courage. I just need more time to focus and then break it down. And like I said, really, how do I maintain the integrity that would make my grandmother proud, that would deliver a recipe that you could see on the street of Japan, anywhere you go, then it's all easy from there. Because, you know, I don't do this by myself. Right. You know, and I work for a company a food management company, Taher, based out of Minneapolis. And they just get out of my way and they go, do it. Do more Japanese food. Don't stop. I'm like, well, you want me to do a hamburger? You want me to do a commodity (laughs) chicken patty? They're like, no, we want want you to do fresh proteins. You know, everybody else can do commodity chicken patties, chicken tenders, chicken nuggets, chicken strips. Nope. You're like, we already have that. Fresh chicken. We have that covered, chef. We have that covered, chef. So when I come in the room and you sprinkle it with, working with the students and tying in special ed kids and kids that have a variety of interests and a variety of uh, capacities and a variety of skills to exploit. It's magic on top of magic on top of magic. 
Well, thank you. And how can we support and amplify what you do, Chef? This is what I would say to you. Anybody that does food, just get behind food and know that it should be done with a purpose. Get real principled about it and take your kids out for good food on Saturday and step away from a burger or step away from, you know, that kind of stuff and go, let's try some Japanese food or something like that and open up our children's, our students' world. That's the biggest possible thing. In the meantime, just keep track and watch me feed more kids across America. Thank you, Chef. As the mother of a special ed kid and as somebody who I always call in a favor when I'm doing something like the, the Autism Society and you always say yes, you know I appreciate you. Yes. Well, thank you. And I should have said, you know, I'm working on a new restaurant concept. It's going to be intimate. It's going to be small. And everything is going to be prepared right in front of you. So there's no secrets, no tricks of the trade. And the whole method to that whole restaurant is if you're eating at my grandmother's dining room table, how would she prepare it? How would she serve it? And what would she craft for you? So it's going to be delicious. It's going to be delicious. It's not going to be over the top expensive like a lot of other I always like to sell my food a little bit cheaper, a little bit more modest price so that people can afford it. Because here's my last thing. I know you're going to. When I had my first restaurant, who was my number one customer on Saturday? Any guesses? Um, Me? (laughs) No. For lunch, it was grandparents. Was it really? Coming in with their grandchildren, Mm -hmm. trying to give them an alternate food to the burgers and pizza phenomenon and no French fries. Is that what you're going to try for now? I am going to try to keep that trend up. I'm going to try to have a table or, you know, have a restaurant where everybody can come in and I will figure it out because that's where I get most excited. Food for everybody, good food, food that tells a story and food that supports everybody. And your son could come have dinner or lunch with me. That's the reference of my restaurant. I love everything you do, Chef. I, I really appreciate that. And, and when you uh, said that you were shutting down Pinku and moving in another direction for a while, I was just, uh, I, I'm just really proud of everything that you're doing right now, and I'm glad that you have a different idea that you're moving towards. So happy to support and amplify whatever you have going on, John. It's just always just so innovative and creative, and you just do such fabulous uh, things here in the Twin Cities. So thank you for continuing to support all of the communities that we have here. Well, thank you, Miss Shannon, for having me on this show. Absolutely, you John. So you always got something great going on. So I'm sure we'll have you back on again soon. All right. Happy all right. holidays. Have a good holiday, everybody. <laughs> Talk to you soon, John. That's John Sugamura. You can find him on all the socials, and I'm sure when he opens his new project, I'm going to have him on very soon so I can throw some money at him. So I am pretty sure that comedian Tim Harmson is going to be on before we close out the show today. Uh, Producer Josh is over there nodding, so we're going to track him down. You're listening to 830-WCCO. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.